These aren't the people that built the fucking railroads, Walter. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10, 9. Good dark and Monday afternoon to everybody. This is the Hold Up What podcast episode number 91 today. For those of you that don't know, daylight savings happened over the weekend and it's been getting dark at like four o'clock. It's now 523 at the time of recording this and it is nighttime out. It is completely dark. It got dark around like 445. That was it. So not looking forward to that. But I mean, I'm a winter guy. Winter doesn't really bother me too much, so uh, it just feels like the day is over once it gets dark. But then I looked at the time, and I'm like, oh, wait, I got, it's 5 o'clock. I got to record a podcast, because usually when it's dark out and I'm recording, I'm like, oh, damn, I'm running late, or like, it's night, it's, you know, it's late already, all this and that, but now that, you know, it's dark out, change the lighting in here a little bit. If you could see on YouTube, TikTok, or, or wherever you ingest the video. But anyway, moving on, Anthony Volpe, the rookie New York Yankee shortstop with a great smile, wins his gold glove, which is the first Yan- Yankee rookie ever to win a gold glove at shortstop. Makes a noise. Former President Donald Trump was in court for his fraud case. And as you know, he looked miserable and apparently he had some outbursts. Didn't really see any clips of it. I haven't been on X today at all, formerly known as Twitter. I feel like that's how you have to say X. Everyone says it that way. Like not in speaking, like in, in these people still call it Twitter when they just refer to it like in words, but in writing, when you see it on, like, on a website, they go X and then it's either parentheses or comma, formerly known as Twitter, and then they continue. And I think it's mostly to just piss off Elon. I think because Elon hates that. It used to be called Twitter. So I think people do it just to troll them because the the muskrats, the Elonophiles, they don't uh they don't refer to it as Twitter at all. They refer to it as X and they'll go out of their way to correct you if they hear it. So I don't know. But X, formerly known as Twitter, I haven't been on it, so I haven't seen any clips of the former president sitting in court. Apparently he had some outbursts and whatnot, so we shall see. I did see a picture of him though, which looked he looked fucking brutally miserable, but it's court, man. It's not sexy. Court is not fun to be in. So there's that. But of course, we've gone three and a half minutes already without talking about you know who, Taylor Swift, baby. So not much has changed since we since we spoke last in the Taylor Swift front. She did not travel to Frankfurt, Germany, where the Kansas City Chiefs took on the Miami Dolphins. Kansas City won 21-14 in Germany to a sold-out crowd of 45,000. She was not in attendance. However, she was partying or just in New York City. I don't know if she was partying. Probably not. She probably was. Who cares? Um, with... Patrick Mahomes' wife, who name eludes me at the time. I think it's Nicole Mahomes, something like that. Stephanie Mahomes. I don't know. (laughs) Could be Katie. Could be any name. I'm just throwing names out there right now. Could be any one of them. But uh, they stayed in New York to do their thing. And since we're on the topic of New York, we're going to close out the Taylor Swift segment. (laughs) 
So since we're on the topic of New York City, over the weekend, I had to go home to, I'm going to set the stage for you, and I'm going to paint the picture. I'm going to use this as the canvas. So obviously, Friday worked miserable. We're going to get into that. But Saturday, I had to go home to my good friend, Larry, and listener of the podcast. His son, Chase, turned one. So one-year-old's birthday, kind of extravagant if you're asking me, but awesome time. Taco bar, cake, food, the whole thing. Um, you know, it's a one-year-old. There's kids running around. So it's all good and well, whatever. The next day I drive home and Waze is bringing me some crazy way. And I'm like, what the hell's going on, Waze? Why are we going this way? And it's because the NYC Marathon was going on. So a little more traffic than normal, but there's always traffic through the city. Whenever you get to the GW, the Verrazano, any bridge, anytime you're going near that area, you're going to hit traffic heavy congestion. The best you can hope for is that you slow down to like 30 miles an hour. Worst case is dead stopped, obviously, but it's usually in between like you're you're doing like 45 is like a good, that's you're making good time if you're doing 45 through the GW area. This time, however, it's like we're going to go Midtown Tunnel to the Lincoln Tunnel to the New Jersey Turnpike because of this fucking marathon. So I'm like, all right, cool. I've done this route before, maybe once or twice. I hate it. It's not it's not it's not easy. It's also not that difficult. It's like a straight line across Manhattan, but it's chaotic because it's city driving, which is mayhem. There's a million people walking around. There's traffic everywhere. People are stacked parking, like parallel parking, doing that shit for like deliveries and stuff. So you got to be on your toes. You got to know what you're doing and you got to be ballsy. You got to you got to be assertive. Not aggressive, you got to be assertive, you know? You got to just got to make decisions and go with it. So, we're driving through it and I'm like, how the fuck do people just live here, right? I know friends that have lived in the city. I visited them in the city. The city's fun. The city's awesome. I love New York City. However, I see people and I'm like, what do they how do they just get around? And I understand like there's a everything's on every corner. So, you don't have to go far. You know, it's not like you're traveling, you have to get in your car to drive to go somewhere. Like there's usually like a deli, convenience store, bodega, something right there. You know, the restaurants are in walking distance. At most, you have to take an Uber somewhere or the subway. But that's the whole thing. So I'm like, I'm just watching people because there's traffic, right? And I'm like, this looks stressful. Like, I think it would be fun if you're in it and you don't know any better. But I'm like, how the fuck do people just live here? Like, this is chaotic. Like, there's a, at one point, we're stuck at a light and we just caught the light, right? Which is awful in the city because now you're blocking the inner, you're blocking the crosswalk. These people don't give a shit, you know? They're just going to start walking around your car, which is fine, you know? But you can't be there. You'll get a ticket. It just looks bad. So I'm trying to move through it. People are walking. They're looking at me dirty. I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm not trying to hit hit you, obviously, shithead. And then you get up and then you're making lefts and making a left in New York City is chaotic as it is. The lights are like 30 seconds. They turn green, then back to red. And I'm like, this seems so stressful. And I understand if you live in the city, you're probably not going to drive everywhere. You know, you're probably not. You're going to take the subway or just walk, take a bus, some shit like that. But it's designed so shitty and narrow because they just pack everything on top of each other. And there's doors on top of doors, like buildings are just packed with people. It just made, it gave me anxiety just thinking about living there. And that's just living, you know? Imagine having a family, because I've seen people walk with their kids and stuff, having a family, like all that stuff. It's just, it, it's mayhem. And New York City's population is, I think it went down during COVID, but it's still astronomically high for the size of the place. It has 7.8 million, almost 7.9 million people. That can't be fucking right. Oh, wait, no, it is. <laughs> 7.9 million people in New York City with an average household income of $113,000, but a significant poverty rate of 17%. 
So there's rich fucking people. That's where the billionaires live. You know, like billionaires have apartments and stuff there and they claim New York as their residence. And then you have people that are just poor as fuck. So I can see the big disparity there. 800 different languages. So you can talk to one person next to you on your right side, on the left side. Someone speaks a different language completely. No one's stopping to talk to you anyway. The median income for the wealthiest is 188000 and the poorest is $9,320. Again, don't know how you live there. If you see anything that's an apartment in Manhattan, forget about it. Manhattan has 66000 per square mile, and the island is fucking tiny. Manhattan is so small but it's fucking jam-packed. It's crazy driving into it because from far away, the buildings look smaller, but they're still huge. And as you get closer, they get bigger and everything around you gets smaller. The cars get smaller, the people get smaller, and you start seeing like these little things and you're like, holy shit, it's like pack rats in here. So New York City is approximately 300 square miles with a density of 26,261 per square mile. That's a lot of people on top of one another. But I don't know. It just stressed me out going through the city. I'm like, this is crazy. How the fuck do people live here? And then they're like, oh, no one's living here anymore because of COVID. Everyone moved out of the city. But I'm like, if everyone moved out and this is a low number, I would hate to see it when it's booming because this is fucking disaster. And I only drove through one area. Like to go from Midtown Tunnel to the Lincoln Tunnel is like a straight line. You make one left and you're there. There's no really like it's it's nothing unless you take like the FDR or something like there's really no there's, it's just it's a straight shot. But I just from that experience alone, it's the disaster. I don't know why anyone would want to do it. But that's not what we wanted to talk about today. I just figured I'd get that out there because that's chaotic. For those of you that haven't been paying attention, the name Clay Travis mean anything to you. You probably heard his name definitely recently. He's been on the news a little more. So for those of you that don't know, Clay Travis... He's a sports commentator known for his provocative opinions and engagement with controversial topics in sports. He's like a um he's like the anti ESPN guy. Not because he doesn't like sports or anything. He just he says crazy shit. Some of it's not that bad, but he's like a hundred percent against trans athletes being in sports. But like not just against it, he's like very outspoken about it which is fine, but that's what he's like kind of famous for is being like edgy and shit. Like he called, he said something on air one time, he called him boobs and like every, all the announcers were like, oh, you can't say that. He goes, why? Like, it's not that bad. He's one of those, like he pushes the limit a little bit. He started a sports website called Outkick, which is just his outlet to say whatever he wants. Cause I think he worked at ESPN. He was a journalist or some shit for a while. And then um, pretty much got kicked off of most platforms. So he started his own kind of like the truth social of social of uh, sports commentating. So what he did, and I'm going to play the clip for you. It's an edited down clip because the original clip is about seven minutes long, eight minutes long. But this is kind of the, the, the cliff's notes of it. And what he said was the best, best high school basketball men's team in the country, any state, I'm going to say this the right way, any state champion men's basketball team, boys basketball team. So out of the 52 states, 53, I don't know how many states there are, 53, any one of their state championship boys teams can beat the WNBA champions, Las Vegas Aces, right? He said this a few months ago, but for some reason it kicked back up on X, formerly known as Twitter. And a member of the Las Vegas Aces, she responded and Chelsea Gray, her name is, she called him a dumbass on Twitter. She just quote tweeted it, quote X'd it, whatever it's called, and just said, you're a dumbass. That was it. So then it comes back to him and he's like, oh, wait, I remember saying this. And then he went into detail. So here's the clip. A 
good boys high school state champion team. Would smoke WNBA champion. One of the Las Vegas Aces, her name is Chelsea Gray. She called me a dumbass. So I responded, I'll put a million dollars on the line. Your WNBA champion team against a 2024 high school boys state champion team of my choice. That offer is out there. And when my boys' state champion team kicks the crap out of the WNBA champion, my overall point will be made, which is boys shouldn't be competing in women's athletics because boys are bigger, stronger, and faster, even high school boys, than grown women who are the best at playing their sport. If you think that I'm wrong, show up, prove I'm wrong. My money where my mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is, WNBA. Put your money where your mouth is, Las Vegas Aces. Ball, quite literally, is in your eight. So as you could see, or as you just heard, or saw it if you're paying attention and watching this on YouTube or TikTok, he's saying that the men's state championship team can beat the WNBA Las Vegas Aces, who just won the WNBA championship. And he's willing to put a million dollars on it. There's other clips because he starts elaborating on it. And again, you can watch the full clip on his TikTok or wherever you want to find him out, uh, where he explains like he's like, I'd pay for the venue. He'll pay for the pay-per-view. Like he'll pay to get it all set up. He'll bring a million dollars in cash to the to the event they can bring a million dollars put it on their sideline or whoever wants to fund it can pay the million dollars on their sideline and then legit just exchange it and he gets into detail like how much it would he's like so if this is he says it's going to be the most watched event in WNBA history and he's probably not wrong because no one really watches the WNBA like I'm not saying they're bad athletes or anything but the WNBA is very boring compared to the regular NBA like the it's a little slower. They're not as talented. Not that they're not as talented. It's just that LeBron James is fucking six nine, flying through the air, and nobody can really dunk in the NBA besides like Brittany Griner and I think one other girl can. But they can't dunk over anybody. They can just kind of stand there and do it. So I see where he's coming from. But honestly, who cares, right? And this is getting all the traction he wants. This is what he does. He's a provocateur. However, he's not that wrong. The average height of men's or boys, high school basketball teams, especially in Texas, because that's, I think it's where he, he's, he's like stationed out of is Texas. And they, they do everything bigger in Texas. These, the average height of like the basketball team is like six, eight. The average height of like WNBA players is like six, four. So like just taking the averages, like just the tallness, the height alone is going to be an issue. But then you actually watch high school basketball. Like I'm talking like elite level high school basketball, not like you go to your own high school, unless they're an elite high school. I'm talking where they, the school is high school. Like everything's built around the high school basketball team. One of those. Go to one of those and watch those dudes play. These guys are balling out. Like they're not, they're running full speed up and down the court. They're dunking. All of them can dunk for the most part. If they can't, they're probably not going to be on this team, on these teams. They're bigger, stronger, faster. So I think it would be a good game. The only way I could see the WNBA players winning is fundamentally. Like they're going to play basketball in like a strategic way instead of just running and gunning and getting out physical because on paper they should get out physical however they're professional athletes so they probably know a thing or two about defending players that are bigger than them they might get worn down but the high school players i think would probably win not that it really matters but i think they'd come out there and they'd be like yeah we're gonna beat the shit out of them because what happened with the u.s women's national team soccer team they played a high school team and they lost like five to two and then after the fact they were like oh well it was just an exhibition we weren't really trying and it was like you were trying in the beginning because they were up like one nothing and then they once went down five two it was like oh now we're playing for fun and it was like uh, 
I don't know about that. Like you kind of played the entire time like it was real until it got a kind of a blowout and these kids were running laps around you. But it's also true that dudes are just bigger than females. Like we're just naturally bigger, stronger, faster. Like it's just biology. It, it is what it is. Like it's not, this isn't like a crazy thing he's saying. Like, yeah, it's, that's what's going to happen. It's just that he's getting this traction for it. And his whole thing is like trans athletes shouldn't be in the sports and all this stuff. But he's not talking to trans athletes. He's just saying a high school basketball team that just won states, which is, you know, the top high school in the basically in the in the country. One of the top high schools in the country can throw it down. And it definitely would be because I would absolutely watch this game. I would be all in on it. Not all in. I'd probably gamble on it and I would bet on the men to win. It's not a slight against females. There's, It's just what's going to happen because they're both going to come out firing and I feel like the boys would have it. Maybe they won't shoot as good. I feel like the women would have better shooters where the boys would just be running through the paint full speed and just they'd be trying to dunk on the female players. You know what I mean? Like they'd be trying to do it where the females can't do that. Even a female against a female. They can't do it. They Most of them, 99% of them can't even dunk with no one in front of them. So like you're going to have to, that's what I mean. They have to play smart to do it strategic you know play solid defense stuff like that i just don't see it happening so i don't know but this guy's in the news he's an asshole um he says some crazy shit i'm not a fan of his but this has been going around tiktok for a while so figured i'd have some comments on it so if you're listening to this or you're watching it on tiktok where most of you consume actually facebook i think is the number one consumer i don't know if the analytics show tiktok at all I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think people click on the podcast link from TikTok. They just see the, the, the clips on TikTok and that's enough, which is fine with me. I'm not bitching one way or another. That's fine with me. But I think the most listens come from Facebook. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If you do hear this and you see it on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, let me know what you think about who would win this game. I'm saying the men would win. However, if the women won, it, I wouldn't be surprised either. I always bet on the physical part of it. Like You can be as smart and as talented as you want. If someone's bigger, stronger and faster they're probably going to win they're just going to out muscle you you know there's nothing you can do you're just going to get bodied so it would be interesting if this happened it would be a bad look if this happened and the WNBA lost. I think it's a lose-lose for the WNBA, so I don't think it'll ever happen because if they do it, what's to stop someone else from doing it? Being like, oh, I'll pay you $2 million to do it. And then it just becomes a circus. You know, it's going to be one of those like, well, they're just doing it for the money so we can get them to play a bunch of fucking clowns or something. You know, we're going to put the the WNBA players against fucking... like a pack of golden retrievers or something, you know, it's going to turn into a circus. So they can't, they can't say yes to it. I wish they would. They can't say yes to it. And then if they do say yes and they end up losing the WNBA is over, it's, I mean, it's already subsidized heavily by the, by the NBA, the deal they have with ESPN to cover it as if it's like one of the top sports in the country is it's not cringy, but like we all know no one's watching these games. Like everyone knows it and they've been trying to get traction. Like you hear it mostly on ESPN net. Ah, you hear it a lot more in podcasts that are assholes. They they mention the WNBA without prefacing by saying like, oh, the women's, they just say the WNBA. Like they don't say it like in like a, like an, oh, by the way, they, they talk about it as if you would just say the NFL. They just, oh, the WNBA and they talk. They don't try to preface it. The ESPN's a little heavy handed with it. They like put it like top story tonight, WNBA, Las Vegas Aces win. And it's like, no one really cares. Like at the end of the day, it's a snooze fest. So they've been trying to get it bigger. It has been growing each year, but it's not on the level level of anywhere close to the the NBA. So again, let me know what you think on the polls on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, wherever you see it. You can let me know what you think. Let me know who's going to win one way or another, but we're going to be moving on here. I 
I did something today I never thought I would do. I never thought this would happen. And and maybe it happened because I didn't know this was a thing until it became a thing. I legit took a mental health day today. I didn't call my supervisor and say, hey, I'm taking a mental health day. On Friday before I left work, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take leave on Monday. And no one really asks why you take leave. But he just asked, why are you putting it in so late? Like, is everything all right, basically? Like, did an emergency happen? And I was like, I just need to take a day off. And he's like, all right, that's fine. I didn't tell him I'm taking a mental health day, but that's what it is. That's what I needed, you know? And this isn't going to be like a mental health, you know, go to the doctor thing. It's just like Friday, Thursday and Friday last week. And I said this in the podcast too. It's one of those things where like it was the week before was awesome. And then last week sucked. And after saying that on the podcast, it got like just worse. I feel like maybe I was just aware of it. And I was just like letting things pile up, I guess. Not pile up, but I was more aware of like shit coming in incoming shit i guess i don't know but from like thursday until all day friday it was like the phone wouldn't stop ringing emails people asking where things are um excuse me um shit just piling up like and it wasn't busy as in like we're slammed with work and you know what you need to do this is like i don't know what we need to do <laughs> I was like, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing to fix any of this stuff. Like it doesn't, um, there was no like, I wouldn't say blueprint, but there was no like end in sight, I feel like. So I was like, I just can't deal with this because I know Monday it's coming down the pipe again. Like because all this shit happened on a Friday and no one works over the weekend, I'm like, Monday's going to suck and I just don't want to handle it. Like I call me a pussy all you want, but I'm like, nah, I'm good because a lot of it's out of my hands. A lot of it's me waiting on other people to do things, not even in my office. It's like other offices need to like do theirs and then they let us know. So it's like waiting around, but it's like big things. (laughs) It's not small stuff. And then Saturday before I left for the one-year-old's birthday party, shout out to Chase. I get called into work. The girl that has the on-call phone, she's like, the, the, the phone rang at this morning at 4 a.m. because the server is overheated. I'm like, all right, did you go in and fix it? Yeah, but I'm here again now. And I was like, I'm on base already because I was getting gifts for the kid. So I'm like, all right, I'll stop in. I go in there, it's like 95 degrees. So I'm like, I know what happened already because it's been cold here. So the AC kicked on or the heat kicked on for the for the winter. And our building is supposed to be temperature controlled, obviously, because we have servers and CE, civil engineering, they know this. But for some reason, they don't, they're they're not proactive about it. Every year this happens, apparently. So we call them, we're like, hey, you got to fix this. And they're like, yeah, we'll send somebody out. I'm like, this is like a priority. And like, yeah, 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 you're the data center. We'll fix it. Kid comes out. They send like the lowly fucking dickhead that gets called in on his weekend. He's like, I don't know how to fix this. He's like, I'm fucking new. And was like, awesome. You have to send somebody that does know how to fix it. And he's like, well, I'm supposed to be able to fix it. I just don't know how. I'm like, well, you have to call somebody, you know, like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to call your boss. I leave because the girl's like, I can handle this. I'm like, all right. So I leave. I think it's being handled. I drive all the way home, get this. I'm at the party and everything. I get a phone call at like 10 o'clock and I wasn't drunk. I was drunk, but I wasn't like shit faced or anything. We weren't at like a club or anything. We're still at this person's house just hanging out. So I'm like, this is not the phone call I needed right now. You know, I'm trying to unwind because I'm taking this mental health day on Monday. I'm like, I just need to get away, but I can't not answer the fucking phone. So then I answer. I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, I'm back here again. Uh, The person that fixed it this morning, all they did was set fans up. I'm like, are you fucking serious? They're like, yeah, they just put more fans. Like we have fans set up, but it's not, that's not a fix. That's a band aid. 
All they did was set more fans up. I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. He's like, yeah. So they called their supervisors. Now they're getting involved and the servers are starting to shut down to to protect themselves. I'm like, that's probably the worst news you could have told me. So then I'm seeing text text messages from like my boss. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I like uh, we're handling it. You know, like he's not mad at me. He's just like, why the fuck aren't they fixing it? So I'm like, well, here's the situation. And I'm like showing people my text messages at the at this kid's house and i'm like read this to make sure it makes sense because like you know you get a couple of drinks in you the text messages get a little wild shout out to any girl i've ever texted late at night you know you, you understand what i'm saying it comes in a little jumble there's some commas there's a lack of punctuation it's chaotic so i'm like i don't want that to happen when i'm like we're talking in, a, in an official capacity and i easily could have just said i'm shit-faced i can't deal with this but that would have been a bad look you know because i'm like the new guy so i'm like all right send this in and then like, now i'm stressed out about this right and which is not what i wanted to happen i'm like this is exactly why i needed to get away for this reason like shit just kept coming in i could not fucking catch up so today i took what i'm classifying as a mental health day and it was good went for a run slept in number one went for a run this morning a little longer than normal with the hound made dinner early watched some tv feed up went for a nice walk now i'm talking to you guys and it's only six o'clock you know so my point being is that when you're overwhelmed like that it's okay to just step back and if you can if your job allows it which it should because it's 2023 and people leave work for a bunch of dumber shit just being like Ah, I got to take a fucking day. And I don't even know if I got approved for leave or not, or my supervisor just understood that I was being, I was getting stressed out, which I don't think he did because he never comes around. We have like a strict talk over teams <laughs> or text message uh, relationship. So I don't know if he just knew I was stressed out or he knew something I didn't. And he was like, man, they're getting hammered over there. And was just like, yeah, take the day. But I don't know. Either way, he was like, all right, yeah, see you on Tuesday. And then, uh, yeah, I caught up on like schoolwork and stuff just to get that out of the way. But yeah, if you need some time and everyone's different, right? For me, when I need to fucking reset, I need to be left the fuck alone. I don't need to be around people. Like being around my friends on Saturday was great. But for the most part, I need to just be left alone. If I can wear AirPods all day and not hear anything, that's that's fantastic. I need to be like in control of what I'm ingesting or talking to or who I'm talking to. I can't just be like people coming to me all the time, which is what was happening on Friday. Like everything was just coming to me. And I'm like, can somebody else take the fucking reins for like 20 minutes? You know, can I take a shit without asking where I went? Like, I understand the phone's ringing. I understand it's busy. But like every time I come out of my office, someone else is asking me a question about some shit that I don't know or I it's not on my radar. So I'm like, can we just dial this all back a little bit? So I think burnout is the phrase. But anyway, it happens. I never thought it would happen until it happened. And I was like, yo, I am mentally drained. Like the job does that anyway. By like Thursday, Friday, you're like checked out. This was like ramping up every day from like Tuesday until Friday. It was like ramping up and it was not slowing down. And I'm like, yo, this is if this all happened in the earlier in the week, it would have been fine. Like this shit piling up at the end like that is like chaotic. So I had to take a little break and uh, go from there. So going to get back after it tomorrow and hopefully some of the stress goes away. So who knows? Anyway, we're going to get out of here. It's been fun. If you haven't seen the Clay Travis clip, the full clip, go find it out. It's it's pretty wild. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully everyone has a good week. We got Veterans Day coming up, which is a good time for the veterans to go out and get some food at restaurants because a lot of restaurants, a lot of chain restaurants have sweet deals for veterans. So shout out to the veterans out there, myself included. And uh, we'll get through this week. You know, we'll get through it together. So I appreciate everyone listening. Don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, formerly known as X or X, formerly known as Twitter, who gives a fuck. And we will see you when we see you. Stay woke.